Hey friends, welcome to the You Are You podcast. My name is Jenny Lien, and I'm the writer and artist behind The Yay Project. Come join in as we encourage each other to celebrate our God-given design, pursue our kingdom calling, and most of all, love God 100%. Can't wait to praise God with you. Do you ever have those moments where you feel like you're not enough? Maybe you know what the Bible says, that you're fearfully and wonderfully made, that God has plans to prosper you and give you hope. But when you look around, you see gifted speakers, talented entrepreneurs, successful go-getters, and you just want to be successful at worshiping God. You know the Bible talks about Mary of Bethany, how sitting at Jesus' feet was the best, but also that the Bible calls us to invest our talents. What's a type B person in a type A world to do? So before we go on in this new season of the podcast, I'd really like to invite you into my preparation process. So rather than trying to create a perfect, though I know it's far from perfect, polished final product, as I prepared for this episode, I was praying in tongues and worshiping, expecting that I share about a different topic, actually, um, supporting one another in our God-given dreams, so maybe another day. But as I prayed, I felt God really touch my heart and remind me of the story of Anna. So Luke 2, 36 to 38 says, there was a prophet, there was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Penuel of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshiped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. I love Anna's story so much that I have Anna on my list of dream baby names. She only has a few sentences in the Bible, but what a woman. She spent all her days and nights in the temple worshiping God. She was one of the first to recognize baby Jesus. And I felt God wanted to remind me and maybe you of how deeply he loved Anna Maybe by worldly standards, she wasn't considered to be very successful. She wasn't, you know, a money-making, child-raising, business mogul, the wife of a successful man like the Proverbs 31 woman, but she didn't need to be. She was called to a different life, and she did her calling well, very well. Lately, I have been reflecting on my calling Uh, For the past 10 years, my entire career, actually, God has called me to business development type roles in the creative industry. And in the last episode, I mentioned how I started a new job in January, my dream job as a publisher of children's books, which came about in a way that only God could orchestrate. And it's been a really, really busy year. And to be honest, because I felt the job was so God orchestrated, I thought it'd be smooth sailing super easy, (laughs) but it's been stretching, it's been challenging, and it's definitely not always been comfortable. But through daily surrender and honestly, a lot of Bible reading. I mean, right now I'm reading both the New Testament and the Old Testament at the same time, and it just shows me that life is a lot of hard work, even when we're following God's will. And I'm learning to live out that God's best is best for me. But what does this have to do with Anna? 
So I feel like my 2019 and a lot of my 2020 was spent like Anna. Like I wanted to just spend all my time with God, seeking him, worshiping him, obeying him, soaking in his presence. Um, I think it got to the point where some of my friends even said things like, you can't spend all your time just soaking, to which I responded like, I don't, I don't see why not, <laughs> maybe just in my head. Um, but while God hasn't called me to be a full-time intercessor like Anna in this season, maybe he will one day, or maybe he'll call me to do something else, like start my own business, you know, and like, God, I'll do whatever you want. But I wonder if he might be calling you um, to be like Anna. And so I wanted to share a little bit about um, the first time I heard about full-time intercessory missionaries. So people that really pray and intercede and worship God like a full-time job. And so it was when I attended the One Thing Conference in Kansas City in 2018, which was put on by the International House of Prayer. And if you aren't familiar with them, it's a 24-7 uh, prayer movement a 24-7 house of prayer. And here's how Mike Bickle describes it. So he says, I define an intercessory missionary as one who does the work of the kingdom from the place of prayer and worship while embracing a missionary lifestyle and focus. Others may define this term in a different way. At IHOPKC, so International House of Prayer, Kansas City, as a rule, we ask those who embrace this full-time occupation of intercessory missionary to commit to 50 hours per week, including being in the prayer room for at least four hours a day, six days a week. The Holy Spirit will establish the most powerful prayer and worship movement in history. The scriptures give indications of the significance of prayer in the end times. Um, see Luke 18, Revelation 5, 8, 22, across Isaiah, um, and Jeremiah 31 7. It's one of the major themes of end time prophecy. The conflict at the end of the age will be between two global worship movements. The Antichrist will empower a worldwide state financed false worship movement. See Revelation 13. But the global prayer movement led by Jesus will be far more powerful. Anna is the most extreme example of the intercessory missionary lifestyle in the New Testament. She probably spent more hours in prayer each day than we ask our intercessory missionaries to do. In this very hour, the Lord is wooing those with a heart and a calling like Anna to the full-time occupation of worship and prayer. He is personally appointing and setting them into their places. The Lord is calling forth modern-day Annas in churches and prayer rooms around the world. Those who God raises up as Annas, we must celebrate as a great gift to the body of Christ and the prayer movement. These individuals need to be called forth, recognized, and released by their leaders to obey their God-given mandate. So that was a bit from Mike Bickle. Um, so I would love to know what you think. If you're interested in learning more, I pulled um, the excerpts I just read from an article called The, F the Call to Be a Full-Time Intercessory Missionary on the IHOPKC website. So if you are interested in learning more, if you want to chat about it, please DM me. I'd love to hear your thoughts, how God might be leading you and pray together. 
But even if we're not called to be full-time intercessory missionaries, we're certainly called to pray without ceasing, all of us, 1 Thessalonians 5.17, and to walk in obedience to all God is calling us to do, Deuteronomy 5.33. Maybe our current season makes total sense to us. It's what we've been praying for, and we're finally walking you know, in the harvest. Or maybe we're not sure what God is doing. But either way, every day, I pray we always, always give God glory. Whether we work for a church, a ministry, a school, a hospital, nonprofit, startup, international bank, law firm, media company, owner our business, or something else, we must always worship God where we are. In this season, he's called us here, he's got stuff for us here, and we've got to steward it well until he calls us out. I, like many of you, I'm sure, think we're walking into a new special season of revival. God has got so much he's waiting to pour out, and I pray that we surrender to him daily, letting the Holy Spirit lead us daily, showing us wounds to surrender for healing, giving us tasks to kick out of the park. I pray we are living testimonies that show what Jesus can do with broken, imperfect lives that are fully surrendered to him. So, Lord, I just want to thank you for the ability to worship you. I pray that we taste and meditate on your goodness so often that it never occurs to us to not give you all we've got. Use us to glorify you in the church, in the marketplace, wherever you want, all over the world. Lord, I cannot wait for a revival, more of your spirit poured out, to see miracles and signs and wonders and lives touched by you, lived for you with great passion. There is none like you, Lord. Raise up more Annas and Davids and Esthers and Pauls. We love you so very much. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the URU podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and share the episode. Let's share God's love together. For podcast updates, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow Yay Podcast on Instagram. For reflections and art, follow the.yay.project on Instagram. Sending you lots of love and let's praise God together again next time.